The Public Schools of Today by Mary H. Northend. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. To one not in touch with the methods of the modern public school, a visit to one of the least progressive of them is a revelation. From the earliest grade to the finished product of the high school, everything tends to an all-round development. Even in the kindergarten, the fact is demonstrated. A child recently asked by a benevolent elderly lady if he had mastered his alphabet, fixed an utterly uncomprehending eye upon her, looking as nearly blank as it is possible for an up-to-date kindergartner child to look. Instead of the alphabet, which was considered the first proper mental food for young children in those dim and unenlightened days of which we ourselves are a product, one's first taste of education in these days may we say is a lesson inspiring patriotism by the following game the children are formed into two lines a street while a company of children waving flags and led by a captain march impressively down the street to inspiring music and the cheers of an excited populace or one's first impressions may be along some other line of thought similarly developed the morning talks by the teacher on pertinent subjects keep these children informed on subjects of which their parents in some cases have ideas decidedly misty art too has its place in these early years drawing from life models the model generally being one of the children is popular the results in almost all instances while naturally crude show clearly the thought conveyed by the pose of the child model in many schools sewing is taught as one of the regular studies beautiful specimens of embroidery and drawn work are exhibited as the work of the children in the tenement districts the teaching of these branches enables the child even at a tender age to do much toward helping the overworked and often ignorant mother to clothe decently a large family the proper cooking of food is also taught and is of inestimable value particularly in these same tenement districts the proper ventilation of a room with the care and making of a bed and in some cases simple lessons in nursing are doing much to bring before parents as well as children the necessary laws of health and hygiene physical culture is taught almost from the time the pupil enters school with simple exercises at first up to the well-equipped high school gymnasium from which the pupil if he has made the most of his opportunities may emerge erect with good red blood coursing through his veins for the girl the introduction of basketball teams has done much giving her a taste for the more energetic and stimulating exercises of her brother these with the ball teams for the boys do much in the interscholastic games to promote loyalty to and pride in one's own school gardening too has been introduced even into some city schools where small tracts of unused land are being tilled by the children each child is given a small plot on which he may raise his own particular choice of crop manual training is exceedingly popular not only with the boys but with the girls and it is no unusual sight to see a girl enveloped in a pinafore working at the carpenter's bench small articles such as picture frames stools tabourets etc and even articles of furniture beautifully and solidly made are turned out by these same girls in some cases such taste and skill have been acquired in this work 
that it has been continued after the pupil's graduation, one girl making herself an entire set of bedroom furniture. By the time one has completed a high school course, he has accomplished much in the way of art. He is able to draw creditably from the cast and can do color work from the natural flower, besides designing wallpapers, book covers, and other useful objects. Chorography has also become popular, the pupil making his own designs for burning. Work in wood, copper, and brass, the latter being hammered into dishes, buckles, and brooches, burnt and tooled leather are some of the things included in the study of the arts and crafts. Music, too, has its place. Songs are taught the pupil at the outset of his school career. By the time the pupil leaves the grammar school, he is able to sing credibly intricate part songs with a knowledge of the theory of music. Really difficult music is undertaken in the high school. In some instances, entire oratorios are given by the pupils. Many schools maintain their own orchestra, some of them numbering 20 or more pieces. The instruments are played by the pupils who lead in the marching. In some cases, concerts have been given, netting respectable sums for the school. Occasionally, in the lowest grades, the pupils are allowed to bring from home their toy trumpets, drums, clappers, and other instruments, and form an orchestra led by one of their number. This develops a sense of rhythm, if not of harmony. Fortunately, at that age, one's lungs are not robust. One may graduate from a high school fully equipped to enter the business world. Typewriting and stenography are thoroughly taught so that a course in these branches at a business college is no longer necessary. A well-equipped bank is maintained in some schools where by actual experience the pupil learns all that is necessary to handle properly and care for such property as he may later acquire. The teaching of good citizenship is taking its place in our schools. A proposition of much benefit to the schools of a certain city was defeated by the ignorant element of the city's voters, bringing before the people the need of more intelligent citizenship. Out of this grew what is known as the school city, an organization of the pupils into a city form of government. Elections are held at which the citizens elect their mayor, judge, and other officers, the citizens being responsible for good order. While the pupil is keeping up the ordinary branches of study, he is able to bring to the acquisition of these hard facts a mind broadened and stimulated by his work along the lines mentioned. End of The Public Schools of Today by Mary H. Northend Read by Betty B.